Hey, welcome. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening. Do so online at wisdomnews.com. We're also, we're also on Facebook Live. You can check us out there if you want to watch this magical mystery unfold. This hour brought to you by Habitat for Humanity, and you can call us or text us on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line at 608-785-7914. That's 785-7914. Again, call or text either way. You may have a presence on the show. 608-785-7914. I hope you were I hope you played hooky today. Not just because it's healthy, I think, for adults to play hooky. But also because um, um, it's one of those special days, that 80 degree, 57 degree dew point kind of days. Makes a soul feel good. No question about it. I myself not play hooky here, in fact. Uh, and you can call me here, 608-785-7914, Um There's some days, you know, when you, when you just look at things and you think, gosh, what a circus. What just a, an amazing, an amazing circus that we live in. And you really just want to boil things down to the essentials in life rather than uh, having to address all the circus aspects of the the larger global, national, ongoing maelstrom. I mean, I do. Not everybody does. Some people just delight in that stuff. Keep on going over and over again. Not me. Some days I just want to, you know, I want to talk about potholes, right? Some days you just want to talk about potholes. Finding solutions for potholes. That's it. Good enough. <laughs> what do you want to do? You want to fix the potholes, right? What are the things you, you have some, some influence over? Potholes. That's one of them. You see your city council member in the grocery store, you just talk about potholes. Nobody's talking about Helsinki, Finland, because you don't have any influence on that. You're talking about potholes. You're talking about that, have you ever noticed, okay, this is one of those things. So if you're in the city of La Crosse, there's places in the city of La Crosse where you may notice that there aren't, there aren't really any street signs. I mean, like street name signs. So the whole college area around UWL, those signs tend to disappear and the city doesn't replace them because it gets expensive over after a while. So if you're out and about and you're trying to figure out where, where you are and in relation to somewhere close to downtown La Crosse and you might be on Vine or you might be on Pine, but you're not really sure and you lost track, there's no way to tell. <laughs> Except by, I don't know, looking at your phone, I guess, which is not the best thing to do. It just the signs disappear. And they don't replace them. You know why? Because it costs money. I've noticed that. You can go, I mean, you can go for blocks. Parts of those college neighborhoods, no idea. No idea what street you're on. It's amazing. It really is. Anyway, I just wanted to share this. So, like, again, some of the essential things. You boil down the, the basics of life. And it comes down to, where are you? What are you doing? And um, 
Eh, things like that. So, anyway. All right, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. Also on Facebook and Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WIZM.com. I, to me, the pothole discussion, it's huge. It's a huge discussion. Lots of potholes. All kinds of potholes to dodge. You know what's another? I had this conversation with somebody at work today, a colleague of mine. We were talking about coffee. I mean, really, just coffee. Good coffee, bad coffee. Whether you can criticize your mother-in-law's coffee. Your mother-in-law makes coffee, and it's the worst coffee. Can you tell your mother-in-law? This sucks. Your coffee stinks. Is there a better way to do that? Can you tell your mother-in-law, you know what? It just seems like there's an unbelievably lack, small amount of coffee in here. Sometimes those are the things that are the most compelling. All right, let's go to the phone. 608-785-7914. We got Anthony. Anthony, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey, you were just talking about uh, some of the expenses that should concern the city of La Crosse. Yeah. Something that I've been thinking about for a couple days here is that the city council wants to put on the next election ballot a non-binding referendum about legalizing marijuana and get the opinion of the city of La Crosse to send to Madison or to the federal level to let them know how La Crosse feels. There's an expense to putting that question on the ballot. And all this other stuff. And do you really think that Madison or D.C. gives a heck what Lacrosse, Wisconsin thinks? It just makes them feel good because they voice their opinion. But no one mentions spending the money to put that question on the ballot. That's the county of Lacrosse. That's not the city of Lacrosse. Okay. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's still it's just a non-binding referendum. It's just ridiculous that it, okay. that someone would consider even spending that money. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, yeah. It's caught. Co- you know, there's it's better co- things that there's better things at the county or the city or or whoever that that they could spend that money on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something that has absolutely no bearing on anybody's decision if it's legalized or not. Do you think that has no bearing on their decision making? I think it has no bearing. These decisions are. It doesn't matter what one community cares. If there, it would be the massive amount if Madison, Milwaukee. Green Bay, Appleton, everybody did it and decided, yeah, we're going to do this. But across Wisconsin, the, what, 100,000 people or 70,000 people or whatever in that community, Madison doesn't care. So La Crosse County, and it's, it, I, th- I think at this point it's six other counties, including Milwaukee County. They're all, uh, some of them are still on the fence, but it, they all seem to be, Milwaukee definitely has it on the ballot. So if all of these communities, um, you know, and some of them are, are pretty populous, including, well, La Crosse County, believe it or not, is one of the more populous counties in the state. If if we if we have a, a spattering like seven maybe ten counties that have this on the on the ballot, did you and and they all overwhelmingly say yes? Do you think that won't have an impact on state lawmakers? With the populist part of that that response, yes, I do. But okay. that's only seven to ten counties out of seventy-two in the state. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. But with the populist, yes, if each and every person said, yes, I'm going to vote in this next election, and yes, I want to legalize marijuana, then yes. With those numbers, it may have some bearing. But 
seven or ten counties out of 72 were looking at the number that way? No. All right. So, in other words, what you're saying is that there, if there are enough counties that do this and enough people that vote, to, to uh, even if it's an advisory referendum, but there's enough people that vote for it, that, that their voices may be heard, is what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. And enough people, not counties, yeah. Okay, I got you. All right, well, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. 608-785-7914. If you would like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. We'll go to number three. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Good afternoon, sir. Hello, sir, to you. Say, I was downtown last week and yesterday on Main Street between 4th and 5th. There's a hole in the street about 8 inches in circumference. Okay. Front of the bank. Okay. But they got a State little bank. road sign up there. Oh, yeah. Right in the middle. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah. No, that was you a... You sit and wait sometimes for all the cars to go by. Yeah, I think that is... I wonder is... if they'd know they put that up there. Yep, no, I think that is... Um, and I believe that's a water main of, uh, yeah, of some I mean, kind. Yeah, I think they could uh, put a little blacktop, just a couple shovels full until they, you know, got down there and fixed it. Well, there's... Direction. So you, and there's an access point right there, so they can't actually cover it. So they have so to. They put, it's like it's washed out or something. They just yep, put a little concrete yeah, or some blacktop in there for until they got around the. Yeah, my my guess is good. my guess is we're going to see that torn up here relatively shortly. That's going to have to be. Yeah, well, um, in a week and a half. That's a, uh, has it been that long, really? It's been that long. Well, yeah, it's been well, last week. Oh, okay, well, I wasn't here, so I didn't see it. But okay, now, all right. We were on vacation. You don't I was, worry about. Pot I was no. No, no, they barely have roads where I was. Yeah. And another thing, yep. I'm no engineer, Yep. but with those street signs, yes. I'd spot weld them or put a nut and a bolt through, and then people wouldn't be able to take the top off. Yeah, I, I've seen I've seen them actually take the whole thing, though. Even the, well, the, the concrete, well, the concrete yeah, well, footing and everything. Do is, well, it's in concrete. They must just get a saw or a... Take a torch and cut them off. Yeah, I, I don't know, but it's if they're in pretty impressive. Because if they're in concrete, it'd be pretty hard to pull it out. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, so I don't... Just another idea. Maybe no, it won't that's a good idea. That's good. not a bad... I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, that uh, right. there, there's ways to prevent sign stealage. Right, yeah. right. Agreed. Because you never know Absolutely. if steal nowadays. Uh, yeah. Well, carry on, Mitch. Nice well, thank to you, have sir. you back. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air... That is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line, right here on Wisdom. The heat and humidity of the Midwest. There's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find a way to bring some love in here. Look, Ross Talk PM on WITM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line 785-7914. Also on Facebook and Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410wyzm.com. We are also on Facebook Live. If you'd like to comment there or via the Better Hearing Center talk and text line, please feel free to do that. This hour brought to you by Habitat for Humanity. Yeah, the caller a little while ago talking about that marijuana referendum that uh, the Lacrosse County Board is voting on on Thursday. Again, it's the county taking this action to put an advisory referendum on the ballot in November. There are other counties that are also deciding that very thing right now, and I think it's six total. I'd have to get the final number, but I believe it's six total. And one of them that for sure has it on the ballot in in uh, November is the Milwaukee County. In fact, Tara Johnson, uh, La Crosse County Board uh, Chair, was on this morning talking about that marijuana referendum 
And uh, be, and there's been accusations that this is a political ploy in order to get more people to turn out uh, to vote uh, in November because this is seen as a high turnout, even though it's advisory in nature, that it's a way to draw people to the polls. And that has been a criticism that's been lobbed at the La Crosse County Board, and I believe the Milwaukee County Board received some of that as well. Um, I, and the, the intentions appear to be different depending on which county you're looking at, but a lot of them have some of the basic concepts are all there. And part of that is uh, looking for a way to decrease the cost of the criminal justice system, because it would. Um, that's one of them. The uh, well, Another is uh, looking for ways to battle or disparities in in well in the criminal justice system and so so you have the cost aspect you also have the aspect of what many have called a uh, discrepancy in the way that drug laws are enforced uh, for white people as they oppose to anybody else so that's also something that's being um, addressed I guess with this and then there's also that uh, and we can tax it I mean, at the end of the day, I think that that's really, I don't know if that's the most important aspect of this, but it's certainly the one that has engendered perhaps the most fans in uh, in government is the ability to regulate and tax something. And people are looking at Colorado saying, that's a windfall, man. That's a windfall. And... May or may not be accurate, but there certainly is that perception that they're 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 getting a whole bunch of money. So, uh, I mean, it is accurate that they're getting a whole bunch of money. There there are potentially a tremendous amount of expenditures that go with that as well. So anyway, that that's what that is. And again, uh, the, the caller said that this was the city of Lacrosse, not the city of Lacrosse doing this. It's the county of Lacrosse. The county of Lacrosse is putting this advisory referendum on the ballot, or would put this. They're voting in that on Thursday. That and the. The thing about the transportation funding, you know, something along the lines of, hey, state of Wisconsin, give us more money, that kind of thing, which is pretty common. 608-785-7914. We'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. And that is the Better Hearing Center talk at text line. Uh, speaking of the pot referendum, let's go to Dan. Dan, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey, Mitch, I was dialing before you got to your uh, third uh, your third deal there. Okay. As far as the... Hey Mitch, I was I was dialing before you got to your third point on the pot referendum. Yeah, yeah sure. Yep. I'd move that to number one. The taxing? Number one isn't number one isn't worrying about who's in jail. All it is is a new tax. Mm-hmm. That's what they want. More money. Okay. So that's the more more money to fix potholes that probably still, you know, won't get fixed. All right. Uh, that's, that's their primary concern with this, you think? Oh, absolutely. Okay. All Money. right. More income. All right. Yeah. And I, and I look, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. And, and I, I think that there is without a doubt, there is a, an ongoing constant perception among elected leaders that they need to have more funding to accomplish, you know, fill in the blank, fill in the blank. And it may be roads in this particular situation. It could be human services and some other situation. It really just depends. 
I don't know if it's the top priority, but um, but Dan believes it is. 608-785-7914. Eric is on the line. Eric, thanks for waiting. Go ahead. You're on. Yes, this is uh, absolutely nothing but a money grab trying to suck more tech dollars out of the people. Nothing more and nothing less. They could care less if this marijuana hurts people, whatever. I was kind of wondering, did they ever think about asking the chiefs of police of the county and La Crosse, and even the mayor of La Crosse, what are they supposed to do? What are the police supposed to do? Their hands are tied because the only people are smoking pot and they can just laugh at them when you're trying to enforce a federal law. These people, all they want is more of your money, and as soon as you realize that, you will know that is exactly what they are doing. Nothing more, nothing less. Regardless of the public costs, the medical costs, and stuff like that, people, I mean, you know that's the truth. You know it. All they want is more money because they can't control their own spending because they're all a bunch of liberals like Terry Johnson and Martin O'Malley. All right. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much, Eric. Uh, Martin O'Malley? Is that... Do we have a Martin O'Malley? Well, last week it was Sarah Johnson. Sarah, so. Sarah Johnson. This Okay, so we have Tara Johnson and Martin O'Malley. Martin O'Malley sounds like a, a real person, though, doesn't it? Is it like a, somebody like an old comedian or something? Martin O'Malley? I think it's pronounced Martine. Oh, Martine O'Malley. Yeah. Okay. I think you're saying it's wrong. Well, I appreciate that, Eric. Eric, uh, this is, uh, it really is just a money grab, according to Eric, the uh, marijuana referendum. Uh, again, that uh, the vote on that, I believe, is they have to vote on it on Thursday because they, um, it has to be decided on by the 25th of this month, and this is their only regular scheduled board meeting, as far as I know. So um, they wouldn't be able to vote. The county board wouldn't be able to vote on it another time. It's possible that that Eric is right, that Dan is right, that the, the really the the main goal, the driving goal of the legalization, or sorry, the driving goal of seeking the legalization of marijuana is for local governments and for state governments and everything else. It's all about the the tax revenue. But really, when you think about it, there's tax revenue involved, but there's also and Eric brought up the, the cost to, or police and chiefs of police, whatever. The, the cost to those, for those, uh, for those organizations decreases if they're not, if there are laws that they're not, if, if you take away some of the laws that they're, they're supposed to enforce, the, their cost decreases. If suddenly there was no speeding law, it is slightly different. I agree with that. But if suddenly there's no law, there's no rules re- regulating speeding, suddenly they don't have to police speeding. Now, the other side of that, of course, is that then there are more accidents, and so there's more time police spend on accident sites because of speeding. But it does limit what they have to enforce in relation to speeding in and of itself. 608 785 7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, that's the Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line right here on Wisdom. More to come. Stick around. Lacrosse Talk PM on WIZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. 608 785 7914. Also on Facebook and Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WIZM.com. Facebook Live, for those of you so inclined, that's right, live on the Facebook. Facebook has strong powers, can bring us to you live. 
Yeah, but you know, you can also listen. Uh, and and uh, weigh in on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line at 608-785-7914. For those of you who missed it this morning, Tara Johnson of the La Crosse County Board Chair was on with Mike Hayes this morning talking about the marijuana uh, referendum, the possibility of an advisory referendum being on the ballot uh, this this fall uh, in La Crosse County. And uh, we had a call right away this afternoon who said that it's a waste of time, waste of money, and uh, won't amount to anything. And I, I, I beg to differ First of all, I think that there is an influence that that you can have. Actually, the caller agree with us. Eventually, is that if you have a if you have a significant number of people who are voting, who was that Dan? I think or no, I don't know whoever it was Anthony. If you have a significant number of people voting, a significant uh, a significant enough number of people who are voting to recommend to state lawmakers that we legalize marijuana then there's more, what all they look for is, they don't, all right, let's back up. Just just to be clear, your state lawmakers are rarely terribly principled. Some of them, some of them have principles that they adhere to, that they abide by, that they they hold uh, very closely. And they, they, they regulate their, their, their whole political career and and uh, center them around those principles. Most do not. Most, it's really just about, especially in Wisconsin, with which is one of, we, Rick, a task, if you so choose to accept it, because I don't <laughs> remember the answer to this. How, how many full-time legislators, legislatures are there in the United States? If you can find that out. I think, there, I think there are 11, and I believe Wisconsin is one of 11. But I may have that wrong or may have that mixed up with a different prime number, which is entirely possible. I tend to mix up my primes. At any rate, so if you're, if you're, is that, can you, well, you, you are, okay. If you're in Wisconsin and you're a lawmaker and it's a pretty cush full-time in quotation marks job, which you are, you are generously working very, very part-time at, it is not in your best interest to stand alone on principle, but to also be able to change your position based on the public whim. Yes, Rick. How many? All right. So I have a, a map of the United States. Oh, good. All right. And it's got one, two, three, six colors. Okay. Six, four, or six five. Oh, five colors. There's five different colors on the five map of the United States. Types of legislatures. Okay, so each state is colored in a in, a, in one of the five colors. Right. Okay. And it, just looking at the map, most of the states are gray. Okay. Hybrid legislatures. Gray is a hybrid legislature. Like Minnesota and Iowa. Okay, and and Minnesota is a a uh, and a hybrid. Um, I guess we could find the meaning of hybrid, right? But like, there's full time California, full time green. All the green states there are five. Michigan, California, New York, Pennsylvania. Green light, which is full-time light. So full-time, the the top tier is full-time, well-paid, large staff, like California, Michigan, New York. The next tier is full-time light. And what does that mean? Alaska, Hawaii, Illinois, Massachusetts, Ohio, Wisconsin. Okay. Do and I, then, is, and then there's hybrid, then there's it, part-time, then what, there's part-time, low-pay, small staff. So the green states, are those? Are there 11 of them? Um, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 
nine, there's 10 green <sighs> and green light. So full time. Not even a prime number. There, screwed that up. All right, so Wisconsin, one of 10 states that have a full-time legislature. It's hard to believe, really. Was Texas in there somewhere? It was, wasn't it? Or not? They're a hybrid. They're a hybrid. Texas does not have a full-time legislature. Not quite full-time, a little better than part-time, apparently. Huh. All right. Thank you, Rick. We're better than Texas or worse when we're full-time? No, we're just, no, we're just, we pay, pay more for less, I think is what it comes down to. So, your state lawmakers who are making 51000 Hey, Rick, uh, can you look up? <laughs> How much do state lawmakers make again? It's like 50-something. Thank you. Give me a name. Uh, a name. All right. So, well, uh, can just look up. How, they all make the same amount. If I, if you they all make the Google same amount of money. Lawmaker pay. Wisconsin lawmaker pay. How much do they make? They, it's a per diem of something. Illinois lawmakers make $67,000. Wisconsin. Well, how much do Wisconsin lawmakers make? It's less, but it's not significantly less. Then they get a per diem, too. So there's that. We don't know. All right. Their per diem is $138 a day. Pretty good. It's pretty good. So if, you're, if you are a Wisconsin uh, full-time lawmaker, which all of them are, because your full-time lawmakers in Wisconsin are full-time, even though they also hold other jobs and so are not really full-time. Yes, Rick? 50 grand. Per diem is apparently uh, $88 a day for Senate. Hmm, I feel like that changed, but that's okay. Whatever. So if, you, if you're a full-time job, and that's not a pile. State Assembly is $138 a day. Oh, yeah. That's what's different. It's not, it's not, they're not making huge money, but they're making some money. And if you are a state lawmaker and you are interested in hold, continue to hold that very cush gig where you don't really have to work full-time, you do have to raise money on a regular basis. Yes, Rick. Okay, so this says, for legislators that do not commute, they're given a $69 per day per diem. What does that mean? In Madison. So they, in the Madison metro area. And... Yeah, so if they live in the Madison metro area, they are, I think it's, or it may just be in the Madison. So essentially they get. Madison metro. Add $69 a day times how many, however they many go days to, it If works. they go to work on top of their 50-some whatever grand a year, they get that, you know, if they, if they show up for work, basically. It's like a bonus for showing up for work. So they gift the 50 some thousand dollars plus the bonus for showing up for work. Right. Because they're driving across town to get to work. Do they have to show up for work? Or do they really just have to log into their email account? No, I think you have to actually be there. Like punch a time clock. You know, we got to actually get an answer to this. I don't know. How do, how do they prove that they're there? Yeah, Is that self-reporting? You'll see like, uh, you know, the person sitting ahead or behind them will just vote for them for stuff, right? Like they're just, ah, oh, you're Democrat, you're voting no on this. Well, they do, they do have some process whereby they, uh, something. There's some kind of thing that happens in the chamber when someone's absent and they're making excuses for whoever it is. Do they get the $69 there? They voted. No, they can't, they can't vote like that, but they can, they, I don't know. That's a good question. We got to ask somebody this question. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know. Uh, we can hopefully find out. We do have, uh, what are we doing with 69? What, what are we doing with that? Like 69, if you go to work. Okay. So like, yeah, it's your lunch. bonus for showing That's up for work. Giant lunch. If you That's let it. yourself into the office and check your, check your, your, the actual post-it notes on your desk, that's $69 right there. But a per diem is like, you know, you get to use this money for, yeah, it's supposed to be for expenses. Yeah. Yeah. 
But, uh, all right. Anyway, so what we were saying, and, and again, lacrosse talk, PMWYZM, I'm Mitch Reynolds. If you'd like to join us here on the air, it's the Better Hearing Center talking text line at 608-785-7914. What I was saying, and the reason why we brought this up is that if you have enough people in the state of Wisconsin that vote in the affirmative towards legalizing marijuana, if you have enough people who do that, that provides political cover for those state lawmakers who are really less than principled, let's just say, and more interested in holding on to their jobs, which, as we've already determined, is a pretty cushy gig for the amount of work that you're expected to do. I mean, the biggest part of your job is raising money to get reelected. And because almost every seat is a safe seat that you don't really face a challenge in, raising money is like, eh, thanks for the money. Don't really need it, but thanks anyway. Like Jill Billings doesn't need to raise any money. Jill Billings can stay in the job in the state assembly for the rest of her life. And, and unless there is a precipitous change in the political makeup of the city of La Crosse, she is never going to even face a potential close, not even someone close to, to being a, a real challenge. It's not going to happen. And so she doesn't really have to do that. She doesn't have to really do a whole lot. Doesn't have to really show up for work much. So you understand, and, and, you know, I'm not saying that Jill Billings doesn't have principles. The chances are she has very strong principles that she abides by and adheres to and sticks to. And is, that's what's the, the guiding principles that, that keeps her going and, and making legislation. But for those who don't have those principles, it provides political cover if you have advisory referendums all over the state of Wisconsin that say, yeah, in fact, it would be great if we could legalize marijuana. Man, that would be awesome. You want to legalize it? Yeah, okay, let's do that. It, that that way they can say, you know what, we had these advisory referendums, Milwaukee, Wausau, you know, La Crosse County, over there, Marathon County, uh, I don't know who else, Brown County, can't think of all the ones that are, are, are thinking uh, referendum at this point. All these places, if all of those places vote in the strong affirmative that they, and I'm not talking, I'm not talking the 25% turnout Pratt tax garbage that happened in La Crosse. I mean, a November ballot measure where the turnout around Wisconsin, probably I'm going to go, I mean, it's close. It's going to be around 50%. You got a 50% turnout you got thousands and thousands of votes. And you can point to that and say, look at this. 62% of people say yes. That provides political cover for those who would otherwise be adamantly opposed to the legalization of marijuana. Also for a guy like Scott Walker, who actually may not mean that much to him, actually, now that I think about it, after he gets reelected, because chances are he's going to be reelected, that may send a signal to him that it's at least okay for him to say, yeah, okay, I get it. Unless, of course, you know, he continues to have national political ambitions, in which case he will continue to say no, which is a possibility. All right, 608 I mean, does anybody think that Scott Walker's not going to win? 608-785-7914, also on Facebook and Twitter, and you can send me an email. Let's go to Tim next. Tim, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you on. Hi, how are you doing, Mitch? I'm doing well, sir. Thank you very much. Great. Um, I got five different points on this marijuana deal. Um, I've got three cousins and two nephews that live in various portions of Colorado, and they say that this is actually the worst thing that's ever happened to the state. Really? And there's two of them that actually smoke the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the tax revenue is great, yeah, but they say that the dealers have just cut their prices to undercut what you can buy in the store. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you haven't cut down on the underground portion of this. Um, 
the current versions of marijuana that are out there are much more potent than the stuff that people were doing back in the in the 60s or 70s or 80s. Um, new research is showing that um, the younger that you start smoking this stuff, mm-hmm. the more damage is done, and it's irreversible. Um, you know, so so people, if cigarettes are bad uh, because of the carcinogens and what it does to your lungs, what about all the carcinogens that are found in marijuana? Are those somehow good? Um, and if you if you don't have a, a a lot of people going from drinking beer to black tar heroin, but eighty five percent of the people who are heroin addicts started out smoking marijuana. So tell me somebody out there, please, why this is really a good idea to to legalize this stuff. Um, it just it doesn't make any sense to me. I, okay, all right. And a lot to unpack here. So you said uh, that it, things are way worse in Colorado than they were before, and that yeah, dealers—that's that's what they're telling me. De- dealers are undercutting more, prices. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, dealers are dealers are undercutting prices. So, so you have those people who are heavy addicts, heavy users. They're not going into the the marijuana stores to buy marijuana when they can buy it for half price on the street. So, you know, that's, that's what the two guys who are cousins of mine that smoke this stuff, um, you know, are telling me. Um, so traffic is worse because you don't know who's high, <laughs> you know, at any given time of the day or night. It just, he says things have been, are just a mess out here. Okay. All right. And, uh, and then the other, the 85% of heroin addicts started, started with smoking marijuana. Where did you get that information from? Yeah. Um, CBC. Okay. All right. Huh. All right. Uh, and, and that's a, that's a lot of stuff. Now you, I mean, do you, do, do you think your, your cousins, uh, they're, they're, I'm just, I'm just, I'm curious, I'm not being critical, but do you think that their, sure. their experiences are, um, are representative of what everybody is witnessing out there? Or is it possible that, I mean, it is just, it's just two of your cousins, right? There's, I got three cousins, and I have uh, two nephews that all live out there. Okay, um, and they all say the same thing. Different parts. They live in different parts of the state. Okay, and they're all telling you the same thing. The all two right. that, and there's two of them that that smoke marijuana. They are infrequent users. Okay, um, but they've been doing this for as long as I've known them, and they have no intention of stopping. Sure. Okay. All right. Um. So in. In general, you would say that uh, this would not be an experience that Wisconsin should duplicate, regardless. Um, I, 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 it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yes, the state is, is getting more revenue, but um, nothing is as good as it was before this. Mm-hmm. You have more, you're having more traffic accidents because you have more high people on the road. Um, the drug dealers aren't being put out of business like was promised because all that the drug dealers have done is cut their prices in half. So they're still the cheapest game in town. So the element that's a hardcore user, um, you know, they're still funding, they're still the base funding for all these dealers who also deal not only in, um, in marijuana but every other drug on the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. And most of them are also tied up into the sex slave business. Hmm. Um, so, um, it just, 
I, I don't see how this is helping society. Um, I, I, I don't you. believe that. I don't believe that marijuana is bad, evil, terrible, horrible. Uh, I've seen enough studies, done enough reading, to know that that various forms of it uh, can can have great medical uses. But at the same time, should the average Joe be wandering around high? I, I mean, it really. I... At the end of the day, it's up to the average Joe, right, to determine that. We we all have we all have choices to make, obviously. Sure. But the the question is, um, do you want if you make it legal, you because we have an issue with it already um, in the junior highs. Um, so if the studies are showing that using marijuana on a regular basis when you are 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, especially since your cerebral cortex isn't completely developed uh, until you get out of puberty for a few years, um, the synapses in your brain get lodged farther and farther and farther apart with the use of this, but, and but, that's but, hold, hold, long-term hold, memory and hold, short-term Tim, memory goes away. Hold on, Tim, because I, I know that you're referencing this, you know, the, the adolescents, but that, that's illegal in Colorado still anyway. It is, but how many? It's just it, it. It becomes if you legalize it, as with anything else that's illegal. If you legalize it, um, the, the younger and younger crowd is always going to get access to it right. because somebody's older brother is going to have a stash of it in the house. But but again, somebody's other older brother already has a stash of it in the house. That's true, but it's it's not quote unquote legal and wide as widespread, because you're now putting the, the government stamp of approval on it. If you if you make this legal, you're saying it's okay. Um, you're not really going to hurt anybody, sure. even though really you are. All right, all right. Well, I, I, look, Dan, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. I want to move on because Andy has a response to all this. Uh, Andy, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey, I just wanted him to remember that the way things work in Colorado, and I said this last week, is a, it's a county-by-county county jurisdiction kind of thing. Just because the state is legalizing doesn't mean that every county says that it's a necessarily legal thing. You have dry counties, and you have counties that aren't dry, just like you do everywhere else. Every problem so far that he's brought up has just as much association with alcohol as it does with anything else. And as far as the, as the things getting worse in Colorado... I mean, look, it, that's, that's just sort of the nature of migrate, migration and people, right? When you, over, when, when you have something that's awesome about a place, right, or the pipe dreams of California or something, you go there, you overcrowd it, social services and the economy sort of get essentially uh, overrun and things suck. That just happens with natural migration, right? <laughs> so it's, a, it's due more to population growth than anything else? Oh, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I would absolutely agree, though, that a lot of low-skill labor is going to Colorado because of the legalized pot. And so you're not necessarily adding a whole lot to the economy, but that's like the same thing as, like, you know, like being 16 and wanting to go to California or 18 and being like, I'm going to go to California. You're going there with no skills and a pipe dream. Sure. No, I That's just it. a childish thing, you know, and that's, no, not, that's not a pot problem. That's a we need to raise our kids with a better plan problem. Oh, excellent uh, point, Andy. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. 608-785-7914. Man, Dan, is, or Tim, rather, had all kinds of stuff that I need to, need to check up on. We'll do that. We'll be right back right here on Wisdom. Your voice matters on Lacrosse Talk PM. I approve this message. Paid for by Leah for Senate. And we're going to let it burn, burn, burn. 
Lacrosse Talk PM on WISDM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Uh, thanks for riding along here this afternoon and this evening. Much more to come. I, again, I, uh, we, Tim called a little while ago and all sorts of uh, things he uh, wanted to tell us about uh, marijuana in Colorado. I'm looking some of those up. Because I'm trying to do my due diligence. More of your calls coming up. 608 785 Hey, welcome. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM News Talk 1410 AM 92.3 FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and uh, this evening. This hour brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery and Lacrosse. Pearl Street Brewery supporting us here and also making exceptional beer. Uh, you can find out more about what Pearl Street Brewery does, not only at the brewery, but also in the community. And I tell you what, it's a whole lot. You can find out more about it just by downloading their free app on your phone. Pretty simple to do. Pearl Street Brewery in La Crosse. Getting close to celebrating their 20th year. It's hard to believe. 608-785-7914. Again, this is the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line. You can call in or text in. Either way, you get in on the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line. Simple to do be a part of the program. We were talking a little bit about that. Uh, Tara Johnson, the La Crosse County Board Chair, was on uh, with Mike Hayes this morning talking about the the, um, the uh, advisory uh, marijuana referendum that's uh, heading to the ballot probably. Well, say probably. Yeah, I'm going to go probably on that. Heading to the ballot probably in November in La Crosse County advisory only. And it would uh, simply, at this point, I had somebody ask me about the exact wording of the referendum. I don't think, I'm pretty sure we don't have that yet, just yet, but. Or maybe something close to it? I guess I don't know. I think that they're, I think it's essentially, it's going to be, uh, you know, shall we legalize marijuana and regulate it and tax it and, you know, something. Uh, I could be wrong about that, but I, I don't, I don't think there's a, a an actual, uh, official wording for the uh, ballot measure yet because it's not actually on the ballot. The county board has to vote on that on Thursday. Anyway, if you'd like to weigh in on, on that, that's the Better Hearing Center talk and text line at 608-785-7914. We got a couple of messages about that. We'll get to those. And um, we had uh, a caller who had some personal experiences, at least uh, among family members, in relation to the great marijuana experiment that's been ongoing in Colorado for some years, and a number of things that he had said about um, that, what has been happening there. I had to check up on some of that stuff because there's a lot there. Among them, the number of traffic accidents and, and uh, uh, the, the gateway aspect of marijuana, whether it is or isn't. So we'll get to that. Down to 60 for a low tonight. A little bit of fog overnight. That'll burn off in the morning. High of 83 tomorrow. Looks like rain for Thursday and Friday. So put that on your radar. It's 81 now on the Crosstalk PM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. More of your calls and comments coming up right after this. WisdomNews.com. For WisdomNews.com, I'm Drew Kelly. It's where the lacrosse area finds out what's happening. It's Wisdom News. WYZM is News Talk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. I'm Mitch Reynolds, Cross Talk PM on WYZM. More of your calls and comments. After this word about Bion Service Center on Jackson Street in lacrosse. Right before I went on vacation, I did a salad for my son. You know, sometimes you just do things. His crappy old truck had this uh, tire that was leaking air in the back, and he'd... Uh, 
He'd gotten these tires off of Craigslist or something. Something maybe the Facebook rummage post. I don't know. Anyway, so he got these tires, a couple of used tires. Actually, they were brand new. It's just that he somebody bought them and never used them. So he was going to put them on his crappy old truck, and he got Bions to do it. But you know, one of them started to leak air, and the problem was is that his crappy old truck has crappy old rims, and you know they don't always don't always seal well. But they put them on anyway. And uh, before I left, I, I I offered to take it over there and have them take a look at it. So they, they got me in right away, fixed the leak. I went, picked up the truck, and I pulled out my credit card. said, oh, no, there's no charge. No charge. So even though, I mean, they're putting tires on a crappy old truck and a rusty rim, and it's kind of a, it's kind of an iffy deal no matter what, they're still willing to go back and take another look at it and make it right. And that's the kind of thing that Bion Service Center will do. It's kind of one of the reasons why I keep going back there over and over again. Well, my son goes there now, too. That's why they're my mechanic for life and why I tell people all the time, the only place in La Crosse, I'll take my cars for repairs, service, and maintenance. Bion Service Center on Jackson Street in La Crosse. Just go there and tell them Mitch Reynolds sent you. Ahoy, mateys. Bring your whole crew or a few best mates aboard the La Crosse Queen for a fun film. Lacrosse Talk PM and WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914. Great opportunity for you, if you're so inclined, to uh, head out on the river with us. Uh, what is this? Next, uh, next Thursday now. Next Thursday for a river cruise with uh, Mike Hayes. He is broadcasting live from the Lacrosse Queen on the Mississippi River for a breakfast broadcast. That's right, it's aboard the Lacrosse Queen on the Mississippi River. Tickets are twenty-five bucks, but uh, breakfast is included, so you get the river ride and the breakfast, and the cash bar will be there as well. If again, if you're so inclined, and uh, we'll get out on the river with us here at Wisdom. Enjoy the morning. Hang out with Mike Hayes while he does a broadcast from the river. Tell me that doesn't sound like fun. Go to RadioStuffStore.com to find out more. RadioStuffStore.com. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line 785-7914. We're also on Facebook and Twitter, and you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WYZM.com. I, uh, it's... It's remarkable the uh, comments that the, um, well, let's see, the comments that any, any, any post about the Helsinki stuff, any comments related to that, it's, 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 it's surprising. Well, not surprising, but it's remarkable how much. Um, this, this raises the hackles of, of our listeners and for and against, I mean, not for and against, I mean, but depending on, you know, picking sides in relation to the president and the Helsinki comments, will they be called the Helsinki comments from now on? That's one of the things that I wonder as we move forward when you're talking about it with the, cause I, you know, that this is not water cooler conversation for everybody without question. It's not water cooler conversation for everybody, but is um, 
is if 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 it if you are talking about you know President Trump and Helsinki and Vladimir Putin, how do you what do you refer to that as? Is that the Helsinki comments? I keep calling them the Helsinki comments because it happened in Helsinki, which I think was a site of an Olympics, a Winter Olympics, the Helsinki Games. Should look that up, Rick. Helsinki Games. No, there there is a. Uh, I'm trying to find it. There, there is like a little nickname for. Oh, there is for that. Well, that's already it was been named. Pretty catchy, but I can't find. I can't find it now. Right. But it's not. It's not the Helsinki comments. No, that's not catchy. Mm. Hmm. All right. Efforting. Yeah. Thanks. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what that's called. I wonder what. Go ahead. Yes, Rick. It doesn't matter either, right? Because he misspoke. He said the he said today that he whoops. He did. He, he did. He so did say yeah. we take out all well, that a, back. That's right? really just the one word, though. Oh, yeah, it's just that one word that he messed up. I think it's what he said, right? It should have been wouldn't instead of would. That's what he said. Yes. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, yeah. So it's fun, interesting to me because this is such a divisive issue, just such a divisive topic, and we don't. And honestly, like I said yesterday, we don't really make a foray into international and national politics too terribly often. But issues like this that crop up once in a while, I think that it's important to allow people to have their say about these types of things because it is it is in some way impactful. And it's not, as I mentioned before, it's not as impactful, I think, personally. I don't think it's as impactful as the potholes on your street. I'm personally much more impacted by potholes than I am by anything that the president says in Helsinki. So... To some extent, it's a tempest in a teapot, and I would concur with that. With that, some of that sentiment, I I disagree with those who dismiss it out of hand, saying, "Eh, so what?" Because there are some diplomatic issues that do arise when it appears as though you know the U.S. president is cozying up to somebody who is not seen as somebody who's terribly friendly to the U.S. So uh, I would I would be I'd be wary of dismissing anything that is said out of hand, but it is to a certain extent. Because I believe, and I know this is just me, and it's a very subjective analysis. I believe that my, um, you know, the, the the level of the income taxes that I pay, and in relation to the services that I receive from the federal government, or the amount of money that I pay to the state in relation uh, in um, in comparison to the amount of money that I'm getting back for the state to fix state highways and things like that. That is to say, La Crosse Street. I think those are much more impactful issues for me personally, but I do get why it's why it is so uh, why it's so important for some people, um, and it's and it's it's people calling for impeachment and talking about treason and just going to town on this guy. Do we have it? The nickname yet? Nope. Okay. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine. Which is speaking of which, we'll go to Joe. Joe, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, Jerome. The man could have brought a plate of chocolate chip cookies to Schumer's grandma, and they would still be saying the same thing about him. Maybe some similar things. Maybe, maybe. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the cookies were—I don't know. But yeah. the thing is, is what was he supposed to do? If you know what I mean, is he supposed to just beat the crap out of Putin right there in front of everybody, or was he? I mean, they were trying to embarrass him which didn't work again, and, you know, just the big uprising, well, this let, is it. We well, let me ask got you, him. yeah, and I think that what was striking, if this hadn't happened so soon in relation to his comments that were very critical of the NATO allies, 
If that hadn't happened right after that, maybe there wouldn't have been such a condemnation. Because he was, well, he I did mean, beat up on the NATO kind of allies. ignoring what's really going on, and they're like, well, you're supposed to do this according to other presidents, and mm-hmm. you didn't do that. So obviously that's it, impeach. But that's not how he works. I mean, I don't understand why we keep going back to this, you know, you were supposed to strong-arm him. Strong-arm him. They gave you 12 Russians that were to be indicted, you know, how come you... It's, he's not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, we're doing something different. Nothing has worked. All those swamp dwellers that have been complaining the whole time are still the same ones complaining. Like, obviously, he's not going to trust uh, the agencies that have been trying to take him out for the last two years. So I don't see the problem with saying that out loud. It's not like he invited Putin over to live with him and said, everything that you do, I'm going to do. You know, so it's kind of ridiculous. All right. All right. So the, the, again, the, back to the tempest in a teapot. That's essentially what it is. There's there's a much much ado about nothing, is what you're saying. I don't think it's much ado about nothing. I think that the people who have made their money the way that they made their money on the hill for the last ten years are so fed up with someone coming in and trying to take that check away from them and give it back to us that they're losing their minds because they've invested in people like Bezos, everybody else wants to get the American dollar out of the way so they can reap global profits, which was the whole idea of getting Clinton rolled in there so that everybody who donated to the foundation paid off everybody on the Hill. They could now get the dollar out of the way and start reaping the global profits, which is what they were after. And now everybody that was paid off has to make a big stink about it because they were paid off while Bezos and the rest of those guys are saying, hey, well, how come this utopia hasn't been ushered in already? we got to get him out of here. Hmm. All right. Uh, and I, I understand the economic considerations there, and I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. 608-785-7914, 785-7914. I mean, it doesn't entirely explain all of the, the uh, condemnation, uh, from uh, from the uh, Helsinki dispute, no, the Helsinki throwdown, Helsinki, uh, I don't know, got nothing. I mean, other than Helsinki comments, which is lame, really. It's terrible. I, I can't find Helsinki it. on Twitter. I'm on Google. The I heard it on a podcast, so I can't listen to the Hel- podcast. Helsinki hilarity. Yeah, something should be something. There should be some name for it. Yeah, but anyway. So, anyways, so Joe is uh, Joe is saying it, and, and I think his first comment was. Uh, I mean, there is some truth to what he said that uh, could have brought a plate of chocolate chip cookies to Chuck Schumer's grandma, and there'd still be complaints, and probably not to the level that there are now. Um, but and again, that um, the the swamp comments notwithstanding, uh, there it, when you when you're looking at the significant levels of condemnation that did arise. And then you have the president having to walk back some of the comments. There clearly was some missteps there that he even acknowledges, which is, well, rare. And I think that that's just an honest evaluation. Lacrosse Talk, PM and WIZ, I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914. More to come. Stick around. You're listening to Lacrosse Talk, PM. Thank you. Lacrosse Talk PM and WIs again. I'm Mitch Reynolds. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. This hour brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery and Lacrosse. Uh, I got a call from Mike, who's got news of a sighting on the, I guess, the north side of Lacrosse, I believe, Mike. Is that right? 
Yep, that's it. Okay, what what uh, what are you what are you looking at, Mike? Tell us the story. I I'm not there. I you can't stop there. I came in off the interstate westbound to lacrosse to the on Alaska uh, north across turn. There's this woman. She's she's dolled up. She's actually wearing makeup and everything else. She's all dark, something out of a, a horror movie or something. Okay. And she's got a big patch over. She goes does this little minuet for the people coming by. Oh. She's not homeless, from what I can tell. She's got a bunch of writing written on her, her stuff around her, but she can't read it because it's too small. Oh. She sits there, then she gets up. She. She throws two what appears to be packets of photographs out, gets up, walks over and retrieves them, brings them back, and then applies a white compress to her forehead as if she's acting out a beating she suffered. I'm thinking this is a personalist political kind of statement that she's making about something that's happened to her. It's pretty interesting. But it's hard to figure out what the hell it is. Wow. Where exactly? If, if somebody else wants to see this, where is it exactly? You come off the interstate westbound to La Crosse. Okay. To the last turnoff before you go to going to La Crosse or north into Alaska. Okay. I got right you. there at the turn at the light. Okay. This woman is poised. She's in all dark stuff. Okay. It looks like something out of a movie I've seen. Uh, hard, to, hard to miss. Is, is Charlie hard, in hard the Chocolate Factory almost. Oh, uh, all right. The darkness of what she's wearing. All right. Uh, and she's wearing makeup of all kinds. She's, there's some sort of... It's a it's a political statement she's uh, making, uh, uh, even uh, though she seems to be just an ordinary homeless people looking for a homeless person, looking for a handout. Uh, she isn't. You're right, doing and, something else. Right, and and I, I don't know what it is. Just to, I mean, just want to clarify. You're talking about exit five or exit three? Exit five, right? Uh, the one before French Island and after the one. Uh, okay. I don't know. The exit three. One. I got it. Okay. All right. All right. Well, hopefully, we'll send some more people down there. That'd be interesting to uh, to get a look at, better look yeah, at, I suppose. Send a news person. Oh yeah. It oh, yeah. Find 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 the story. Absolutely. Well, I, look, Mike, I appreciate you tipping us off on that. That sounds uh, sounds pretty interesting. Made your night. Okay. All right. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Any sightings uh, that uh, Rick? Any guesses on what what we're looking at there? A, a lady dressed up from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Maybe she's promoting. I have no idea. I can't imagine. Well, Which character from can Charlie we just, and the Can we just character? call it... Like a Oompa Loompa? Or? Oh, probably... Uh, what's her name? Violet... Uh, oh, what was her name? Violet... Ah! Right there. It's on the tip of my tongue. I don't know. Hmm. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. No, that was one of the kids, right? I can't even read her last name. Well, try me out. Bo Regardi? Hmm. B-E-A-U-R-E. Beauregard. Okay. Beauregard. That was on the tip of your tongue? No, it wasn't. What was the other what was the other girl in the in the in the movie? What's the other one? I have no idea. Okay. No, I don't know either. Um it's like Gertrude or Bertha or Veruca. Veruca Veruca Salt. Veruca Salt. That's it.
been a long time. <laughs> I, I mean, they remade the movie. Two thousand five. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm you know that was a, a disaster. That was a disaster. That was an awful, awful movie. The original one was pretty good. Huh. Well, I don't know the story behind that, but uh, I'm I'm sure, I'm glad it's entertaining for those of you who are are watching it. If you have any uh, sightings that you might that, that you find that others others might find some entertainment value in, please feel free to call it in. We'd be happy to share. Because sometimes. All we're looking for is a little distraction in our lives. And it sounds like she's got a little bit of that going on. So, exit three, it sounds like. Oh, little. As, little hair guy? All right, I don't, not sure if that's accurate, but we'll go there anyway. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. It's legal, I guarantee it. Okay. It's what? Legal. It is legal. What's legal? It is allowed. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate that. 608-785-7914 if you'd like to join us here on the air. 785-7914. I'm not sure we have a question about legality there, but all right. Let's go to Eric then. Eric, thanks for waiting. Go ahead. You're on. Yeah, I was out in Fort Bacoy today and driving around looking for these little projects out there building dams and stuff like that. And there are seven or eight state patrol cars out there about a mile up, half a mile apart and and one one was this one car was in, this, in a ditch on the side, and the other car had a yellow tag on it. So I'm kind of, I, I asked when I got passed by, you have to go ahead, let's go ahead. I don't know what's going on out there. That's something that look, it's something you may be wanting to look look for in the national news, or even call Fort McCoy and see what the hell is going on out there. Why, why were you at Fort McCoy? I go out there all the time. I go out there all the time. I, what what for? At fish out there. Oh, okay. I look at the construction process building all these massive dams they got out there for yeah. the, the lakes where I fish once in a while. And they go look around and see all these uh, uh, training complexes that have big yeah. domes that yeah. look like yeah. a, a wreck. If you go out there and look at hmm. a, right. a, a city in a wreck, honestly, God, I'm, I'm not kidding you. Mm-hmm. I go all the lakes, I fish all the lakes out mm-hmm. there. Okay. It's got rainbow fur out there and stuff like that, but. It's just fun to do, but I gotta tell you, no other day, about a mile apart, there was a four or five. Do, do, you, do you do you um, do you have any problem getting on the getting on the fort? That hell no, not okay. at all. all right, just checking. I just want to make sure. Eric, appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Got all sorts of interesting sightings here. We got uh, multiple state patrol cars checking out something at Fort McCoy. We've got people dancing in the street. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hello, oh, you're looking for me? Yeah, is this Reese? Yes, it is. Go yeah, I, um, say yesterday, about probably this time of the day, uh, right out there in front of Walgreens, I don't know if it's the same gal or not, but she was dressed in black. And uh, as I was coming by, I was uh, obviously she was kind of obvious standing out there on the, uh, you know, in front of the building. Yeah. And she was holding over her head um, branches, um, staring towards the west. So I don't know if that gives any more uh, interest in people wanting to check this out. But, yeah, like I said, I actually thought about turning around to see if she needed some help because of the uh, staring off into the west, uh, yeah, holding that's... branches over your head. Yeah. Um, thought something might be wrong there. Huh. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it might, may or may not be the same person. <laughs> so the, were you talking about Walgreens, north side of lacrosse, that Walgreens? Yep, right yeah. there off of, off of Rose. Well, um, I, I mean, it's the same exit that would be. All right. Well, we've got maybe we just have a street performer. 
It could be. Yeah. All right. Well, well, something to keep an eye on. Uh, look, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Well, that's interesting. More going on here than we know about. That's for sure. There's definitely a story there. 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air. I don't know. This says bull, but I don't I don't know if that's true. Is that is that who I'm talking to? This is bull. Okay, bull, go ahead. And Thank you. I just wanted to point out, I'm sorry I missed the first part of the show, and maybe it's been talked about um, ad infinitum, but nonetheless, I think it's real refreshing how our President Trump turned around yesterday's media tizzy turmoil um, with just one word, clarification. Um, he didn't mean would, he meant wouldn't. Just with one word, it's all smoothed over and the tizzy is over. It's just brilliant. It's a breath of fresh air. And it's just one uh, one home run after another with this guy. Yeah, okay. Do you, do you do you, you say the tizzy is over? You think this is over? Oh, yeah. Okay. Unless they want to go on and on about it. Like well, the, you know, the, you know, that, you know, you know the, the corruption with the meddlement of the, no, not the, yeah. uh, the, um, uh, the collusion, the yeah, collusion sure, that, sure, sure. that's that two years in running. So, so that's not going to end anytime soon. But this tizzy, I feel, is over. Okay, all right. Well, we'll see. Now, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. It's interesting. It'll be interesting to see if it actually is. Uh, yeah, uh, Bull says one home run after another with Donald Trump. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four, and it's a uh, you know he may be right. It may just be uh, uh, just change one word and. Um, and uh, and the whole crisis passes. Let's go to Dave. Dave, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey, Mitch. So you were asking Eric how easy it is to get on post at Fort McCoy. Yeah. Um, a lot of the lakes that you fish there, you're not actually on post. Oh, you're okay. on Fort McCoy property, but you're not in where all, right. all the military stuff is. Sure. Okay. Like, there's a couple lakes in there that you have to actually register to get on to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the state trooper thing. The street, the state patrol academy is mm-hmm. at Fort McCoy. Yeah, it sounded like and he was. They, a, practice, they practice on the main highway between. Oh, oh okay, and all right. So they're practicing. Okay, yeah. Then that's what I was thinking that's, that it might that's be. My but guess. he seemed to think that he seemed to think that there was something else going on there. But that's what I was thinking that it might have something to do it's with training. Po- it's, it's possible, but I know they do a lot of their training right there because that's what the academy is. Yep. So. Yeah. It is. All right. Well. Well. Good. Yeah. No. I, 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 I. That's what I was thinking. Dave. Look. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. I haven't been yeah, fishing there. So. I, do. You, do you go fishing there too? Oh. All right. We lost him. Uh, I. My guess, and that's what I was thinking, is that we got some uh, additional state patrol training uh, over there. Does it sound like Rick and I? I'm. You are um, a a biased, slanted, and worthless liberal media elite um, voice, but. Is, does it sound like to you that the uh, the tizzy over the, hel- uh, as one caller or one listener named it now, the Helsinki hijinks, does it sound like the tizzy is dying down from your perspective? I mean, Trump cleared it all up, right? He okay. said he read that one word wrong. It was an honest question I was asking you. I was looking for an <laughs> honest mean, evaluation. Just, just give it one shot. One more try. Here we go. Clearly, it's not over. Okay. 608-785-7914. Who's this? All right. Well, we do have uh, also in relation to I love Helsinki hijinks, and thanks for that. Uh, that is from Joe, by the way, on the Better Hearing Center talking text line. Helsinki hijinks. We also oh also from Joe earlier we were talking about the advisory referendum for marijuana on the ballot likely uh, coming up uh, this fall. 
Uh, Joe says, advisory non-binding referen- referendums. One, usually a loaded question eliciting a prescribed response. Example, marijuana referendum bringing out a larger than normal number of people to vote, which may affect midterm election, which typically have a low voter turnout. Two, giving political cover to politicians who are afraid to take a stand on a topic for fear of not doing what the public wants. Yep. I mean, both of those. Both of those. Yeah. Advisory referendums are... They may sound all... on On the surface, on their face, they are not without value. Okay? Because it, if you are looking for gauging public opinion, because that's important, right? On certain things that are controversial, like legalization of marijuana, this provides you a gauge of how voters are feeling because you're not going to get it necessary. It's not going to be the same as a Marquette University Law School poll. These are actual voters going to the actual polls Casting an actual ballot, it it has a it has a greater meaning. However, yeah, both of those things, providing political cover and encouraging turnout, those two things, that's what an advisory advisory referendum does. So, if there's an unpop potentially unpopular choice that a politician feels like he should make. He can feel like he is justified in doing so by pointing to the advisory referendum and saying, look, that's what they said. An example of that is no better example of that than that Pratt referendum that passed handily in La Crosse County. What was that? Just in April, I think. I don't even know. I think it was in April. I I guess I don't remember now. Passed handily, 55 to 45, something along those lines. An advisory referendum, and how many times have we heard that? Over and over and over again. It's easy for politicians to use that and say, look, this is what, no, that was last year, wasn't it? Last year. What? When was it? Well, it would be two Aprils ago. Two Aprils ago. Okay, well, yeah. it wasn't this year. Uh, but we've heard that over and over again. We heard that as justification for bringing that to the state legislature, for turning that into legislation for the county board. That's that's what it provides you. You say, look, that's what they said. It may be unpopular, but the people want it, and you can easily point to it. Now, it doesn't matter that if you know in that particular situation the turnout is low. That is a much better gauge of of interest and support than a you know a market the, university law school poll. Yes, the right. Pratt was also worded pretty. Ridiculously, right? <laughs> it was. Uh, legalizing yeah. marijuana, yes, no. That seems pretty You should. I know, right? That should be as simple as it gets. But it's going to be more involved than that. It's going to be like uh, legalization with regulation and taxation. So and... L-W-R-T, <laughs> yeah. the Right. Yeah, it, it, it still should be relatively. It should be a simple, straightforward yes or no. But there's going to be, would you support uh, legalization of, of recreational marijuana with um, appropriate regulation and taxes that are dedicated towards something, you know, whatever. Because I mean, do you, do you know what the Pratt said? I mean, it was it wasn't. We're gonna put a one percent tax on everything sold in La Crosse County. No, it, 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 essentially, it came down to no one's really paying this tax. Don't worry about it. Just vote for it. That's what it sounded like to most people. This is just a tourism tax. Yeah, that was a little misguided, uh, misleading. Just. 
slightly, ever so slightly misleading is what I would call that. But we and, and we tried. I th- I, yeah, I don't think you can compare the two in, in that in that passing no, and, I don't and so. something as simple as like legalizing marijuana. No, uh, that vote by the way coming on uh, coming on Thursday. This is Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Hey, it's Brewmaster Joe from Pearl Street Brewery. We're going on 20 years as a local small business thanks to your support. So we make sure the local bars and restaurants and their families get the support that they need. Join me for the second. to the world. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on over every boy and... Lacrosse Talk PM and WIC. I'm Mitch Reynolds. This hour brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery in Lacrosse. Thanks to Pearl Street Brewery and Habitat. For humanity for supporting us on this program. Thanks to all of you. And especially thanks to my love to Anna. We will talk tomorrow right here on Wisdom. Closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't.